Hey, hey, <laughs> hello. Oh, I just scared the little oh, bejesus out of Tiffany over there. My mic was a little <laughs> not too loud, and you startled me. Well, good. That'll wake you up. A little, little uh, <laughs> oh, preliminary fireworks goodness. for you there. All right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so happy Monday. Happy uh, 4th of July Eve to everyone out there. You're tuned in to WRLR 98.3 FM. It's about 7 o'clock, and you're listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and, of course, my startled sidekick over there. Tiffany! That's right. We're going to try to share some joy with you, try to share some of those shortcuts to happiness. I already made you laugh. Yes, you did. That was that was good, right? I never saw you jump that high. And, you know, I'm really proud of you. Not only did you jump that high, but you didn't hit your head on the wall. I know, right? Right. You're almost sh- on the ceiling. Almost. Well, but, but, but there you go. It's pretty funny. Uh, so, excellent. Usually when I laugh hard, I do whack my head yes, against exactly, the wall. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So if this is the first time you're tuning in to us, fantastic. You know, 4th of July Eve is the perfect time to tune into Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. So we know that there's plenty, lots and lots of reasons, plenty of reasons. Lots of reasons? Mm, incredible amount of reasons oh. to be angry, yeah. to be sad, oh. even to be scared, right? Ooh, like- right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and all kinds of other terrible feelings. So happiness is out number three to one. And what we're here to do is give you a couple of those little shortcuts, a little, a little. Uh, we're going to help you navigate those paths of happiness. That's what it's all about, right, Tiff? It's all about that. Yeah, that's right. And so you strap yourself in, sit back and tune in and just listen to our show. So uh, maybe laugh with us, laugh at us, whatever you'd like to do. Whatever you do, as long as you're <laughs> exactly. laughing. Because you're 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 listening to two of the happiest people in the world, right? Pretty close to it. I would I, I would say so. so. Yeah, there you go. So uh, Tiffany, tomorrow's Fourth of July. Uh, what are you expecting? What am I? Yeah, what are you expecting tomorrow? Are you are you gonna barbecue? Are you gonna oh, go to the lake? Are you what expecting am I doing rain? tomorrow? No what, what, no, what are you expecting to happen tomorrow? Oh, like, are you expecting to a my barbecue? My expectations yes, of tomorrow. Exactly. Oh, gotcha. I'm going to a party. Okay, that's cool. Um, I have to be home before dark because my dogs are petrified of fireworks. Yes. So I I have to be home before dark, but okay. in the afternoon. So, do you, so are you going to be able to watch any fireworks? No. No, no. Sometimes huh? I'll go up in the bedroom and I could see some. So you have like 18 dogs, right? Something like that. Sex, 16. How many dogs? Um, 19 and a half. 19 and a half dogs. <laughs> no, You're still, we have... still holding on to that half a dog, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Three. Three dogs. That's... When my mom passed away, we got her dog. Gotcha. It's, I think as soon as you hit three dogs, it's just like 19 dogs. Pretty yeah, much. Right? I right. heard it was on uh, uh, the Dog Whisperer. Cesar okay. Milan. Yes. He says any more than two dogs is considered a pack. Yes. So I, would agree. I technically have a pack yeah. of dogs. Are, are they and an old twenty-one-year-old cat? Nice. Do they let? You, are you part of the pack? Do they let you like run through the neighborhood and howl at the moon? I do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yes, they do. <laughs> good, I actually, good. I think I might be the pack leader because they kind of follow me around. Really? So tomorrow? Well, tonight probably because you know fireworks started yesterday. They for did. Sure. They'll be going crazy tonight and tomorrow, right? I have. Um, some hemp pills, okay. calming um, pills and, that I give. The and you dog. put those in their ears so uh, they can't hear the fireworks? You know what? It would work a heck of a lot better because yeah. it's not really good. Until after around midnight, she was just pacing and panting. And so how many of those pills do you try just to see if they really work? I haven't. Oh, we'll see. There you go. I, I think I think we know what you're doing it's uh, tonight. Funny. I'm supposed to give her one and a half pills. I gave her three, and it didn't do anything oh, for her. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> maybe it, it came so you gave her so much that it turned came full circle, and now she can like hear and pay attention more. Uh, maybe. maybe you never know. So you try know. try the one and a half. One and a half. One in one ear, half in the other. Uh, there we okay? go. So there that's, we go. That's what you're going to do. All right. Uh, so let me ask you. So do you like herd all the dogs together in the closet? You sit in the closet with the three dogs, or uh, in the bathtub? 
Well, one dog, when she would get bad, I'd put her in the bathroom yes. and turn the fan on. Okay. And she would be fine. Okay. Um, the other dog, my mom's dog is totally fine, doesn't even care. But my German Shepherd, she just jumps all over me and tries uh, to get on top of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, trying and to get away. Yeah. if I try to put her somewhere, sure. she'll scratch, and it's not good. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful holiday, you know, because we're celebrating our independence, but it's also a rough holiday for a lot of animals, dogs especially, it seems like. And then, of course, it's really rough for those types of people with uh, PTSD. Because oh, it's reminding, I didn't yes. even think about that, but yeah. you're right on the money. Exactly. It's really, really rough. So, you know, uh, just... Everyone out there, I'm not telling you to not shoot off fireworks. I'm not telling you what to do or what not to do, but but just take that into consideration. Uh, people around you and how they have to and how they ha- are going to react and how the animals are going to react, and uh, just be a good neighbor. You know, oh, that's it. Well said, Marty. There you well go. said. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. So today, Tiff, we're going to be talking about expectations. Mm. Great expectations and not such great expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, wonderful expectations and terrible expectations. Yeah. You know, how what we're our view of the future, what we think is going to happen in the future, affects us in positive and very negative ways. I know someone that expects bad things. So when good things happen, yeah, they're not disappointed. Yeah, yeah, you you brought that person up before, and sometimes I think it's like the Tiffany alter ego or something. No, no, because I'm pretty much, I I do, I try to think of everything positive, and the the one person that I'm talking about will say, gosh, I wish I had that mindset. Right, Because it always, and you said this too, it's a habit. Sure, sure. That you have to get the positive thought of, okay, this happened, but... The positive thing of it is, and you try to make it right, right. and she wishes she could so you do got, that. you got to ask the person, because sometimes I think when you come to the realization, uh, she might uh, label herself as a person who is always looking at the negative side, always looking, you know, having bad expectations. She may view herself like that, but try to bring some stuff out uh, to the forefront of her brain and ask her straight out. So are you saying that you know that everything, no matter what happens in life, it's always going to be negative? Tomorrow it's going to be an awful day. Is like your food going to be spoiled? Is your milk uh, going to be spoiled? <laughs> are you going to run out of coffee? Is uh, someone going to steal your lunch at work? Does, so you look at everything, no matter what happens. Are you going to get a car accident tomorrow? Are you going to run out of insurance and you can't pay for your the, your health once you get in the car accident? Are you going to get a speeding ticket? Are you know ask this person straight out? So with this attitude that you're thinking that I'm always looking at the negative side, before you say the word always say how do you define that because you do believe you're going to wake up tomorrow right you believe you're going to be alive tomorrow so that's the first thing you open your eyes and you're saying wow i i made it I, I, right exactly <laughs> i'm alive i'm on this side of the lawn right all right and so think of that and uh what you have to do is uh do a mind shift a mind sh- mindset shift Sorry, correct i yep. have a difficult time saying that because what you have to do is you have to concentrate on the majority of the things that happen to this person's life are very positive. Absolutely. And right. And so because the person's still alive, they they made it to work they, all right, without getting shot, without getting run over. Very, right. very good life. Yeah. Very so, good life. So when someone says, oh, everything awful happens to me. No, 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 no. There are people in uh, in that are poverty stricken. There are people who are starving to death. There are people being tortured in the world. Uh, still, there's slavery in other parts of the world. There are people who just 
uh, are facing atrocities we could never even dream of. And so I almost kind of say, how dare somebody in today's day and age that lives here in the United States say, oh, I have it terrible. Nothing ever goes my way. Are you kidding? You have a blessed uh, and a charmed life. Absolutely. And so concentrate on that positive. You know, I was listening to uh, somebody and they were talking about the the negative side effects when you take medication. All right. And you, you read the negative. Oh, my right. God. I'm going to get heart palpitations. I'm going to start doing night sweats. I'm going to have nightmares. I'm going to I'm going to get shaky leg syndrome, all this kind of stuff just from taking this medication. And it's the same thing. If you read that and you start expecting to get those uh, side effects, you will tend to get those side effects. But if instead, if you said, oh, it says one out of 100 people get those side effects, then concentrate going, well, chances are I'm going to be one of the 99. The chances of me being the one is slim. And that's the thing I was going to say. Um, a doctor had told me that if one person had some type of side effect, yes. they are legally sure. bound to put that. But I wish they would say, you know, one in a million people well, had do, this side they effect. They do, if you dig into it uh, deeper, most of the side effects uh, or the severe side effects, they do give the percentage, the chance. Uh, yeah, and so that's what I mean. But they have that, to, even if right, one person because gets it, they have to legally, put it down. Legally, right, because somebody's going to go, what, I, I'm, my heart is racing. Yeah. The doctor has to go, yeah, that's, that's a possible side effect. Yeah. All right, so you have to look at that. But the thing is that we don't want to concentrate on the negative. We want to concentrate on the majority, the positive, all the good things that are happening or the good things that can happen. Mm -hmm. Okay? Absolutely. All right, so that's what we're going to talk about today is uh, expectations. Now, this is kind of a carryover from uh, a little bit of what we did last week when we talked about the dangers of happiness. In other words, oh, that, oh, that oh, whole yes, idea yes, of, I see of being too happy and just being too optimistic, uh, in re and what in reality we should be realists more than optimists. We should hope for the best, but also understand that not always the best comes our way. We should still expect uh, the best of every outcome and hope we get the best of every outcome. But we should also be able to say sometimes that doesn't happen. And we'll we'll touch on that in just a little bit, uh, but I want to read a little something to you, Tiff. Oh, okay, Marty. All right, you know because I love reading so much. Just right. like me, I just <laughs> love go. reading. I know you do. <laughs> uh, someday I'm going to bring my reading glasses so I don't have to print all the stuff in like 24 points. Oh, do you want to borrow mine? No, okay, no, they won't fit. I'll end up breaking them. I got this big bulbous melon <laughs> on the top of my neck. All right, I'll snap those glasses like twigs. <laughs> all right, so anyway, <laughs> with that, uh, the human mind is a funny thing. It can build up expectations just as easily as it can crush them. We all have expectations, whether they are conscious or subconscious, and they have a huge impact on our overall happiness. Sometimes our high expectations can lead to disappointment and frustration, while others uh, may set their bar too low and miss out on great opportunities. Finding just the right balance between optimistic and realistic expectations can be tricky, but it's worth it. In this episode today, uh, we'll be exploring how to adjust your expectations using a little bacon to improve our well-being. Aww. All right? There you go. I know. Well that, that could have only been prettier if it rhymed, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this is the important thing is to kind of remember that we uh, sometimes have, have these great expectations, these wonderful expectations, like things are going to go well and positive for us, but we overshoot. 
we we go beyond reality with our expectations. And other times, what we do is we have expectations that everything's going to fall apart on us. And everything's just going to come crashing down. And what we do is we go beyond reality. Of course, it's not going to do that. But what we do is we go too far as opposed to trying to find some balance somewhere in between. Going, you know, I think... Uh, because I've worked really hard at this, and I deserve this, and uh, I have an opportunity, I expect to win. That's more of a realistic way of approaching life, hmm. as opposed to approaching life going, well, I worked hard, but I never win, and so nothing's ever going to go my way. Why do I even try? That's not the way we want to live no? life. No? No. Oh, <laughs> You're like, I okay. Love, I love the way you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Okay. Right? We do not want to live that way. No. All right. So what we're going to do is like we do every week. What? We're going to tackle the world's problems. Today we're going to talk about expectations. We are? Uh, what we expect from expectations. Oh, All right. Okay. And what we're going to do is we're going to solve those problems or at least tweak them, discuss them with a little bacon. Little? A little bacon. Okay. Not the bacon for chewing. I bet you the bacon for doing. <laughs> you know it. Right. We're going to apply the acronym BAC. E-O-N. All right. Uh, so five tips that we want you to kind of remember. The whole idea of we use this acronym is it makes it a little easier for you to remember. But after doing this for, uh, I think we've been doing this two for over, years. Two, over two years. Yeah. After doing that and always using the acronym B-A-C-O-N, it's really difficult to remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> so before we jump into this, Tipperoo. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I want you to, uh, you know, cross our minds or, or fill our ears with something Wonderful. Oh, you want one of my positive quotes, huh? I, if that's what you've got, unless you've got something else you want to share. Uh, let me see. Decisions, decisions. Don't blame people for disappointing you. Blame yourself for expecting too much from them. Oh, that's a good one. Who said that? It didn't say. <laughs> it know, didn't you say. Just, you just got to start making up names. Lloyd. Eight, Lloyd. All right. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> I, I really like that. And because sometimes it's. Well, we live in a world where it's easy to blame other people. Yeah. And we've talked about this all the time. You have to remember, we can't change other people. The most we can do is nudge them a little bit, right? We can't change them. The only person we can change is ourselves. And changing ourselves is difficult. Uh, but we have to work on that. If we want the life that if we want the life that we want, then <laughs> want it enough to make a positive change. All right. All right. So I like that when we we blame someone else for our negative outcome. Instead, look at the positive outcome. Sure, you're going to be upset uh, if something bad happens to you. And sure, people get in our way. People hurt us. People intentionally hurt us or uh, affect us. People uh, accidentally hurt us, affect us, uh, you know, get in our way. But we we have the right to be upset. We have the right to be uh, angry, uh, fearful, sad, etc. But the faster we can get past that and back to being grateful for the good side of it, the, the more we will enjoy life. Yep. And the more we live in that negative side, the more that we uh, change the chemistry of our body and we end up really hurting what ourselves. What you put out, you bring in. That's it. Isn't it? That, is that it? it? What you put out? I, I understood it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've, I don't know if that's the exact quote, but that's pretty much it. It works for me. It's okay. Good. It's good. It's good. Okay. Okay. All right. So before we get into this, I want to I want to tell you this this um, this idea this philosophy, and I think we've touched upon it before, but I want to really drive it home again. Is there is uh, a book and there was a documentary on it. It was called The Secret. Okay, have you ever heard of oh, it? I read it. Okay. All right. Many many times yes. I listened to it. Yeah. Loved it. Okay. Love, so, love, 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 so, love, loved it. So the basis of it is you have to really believe something positive is going to happen. It's life. all energy. Right. Because uh, what happens is our positive energy attracts more positive energy. 
and uh, it just keeps bringing it towards us. Negative energy attracts more negative energy. So if you have a negative attitude, negative things will happen. If you have a positive attitude, positive things will happen. I don't want to get into the metaphysics of the whole thing, but it's really cool when I saw this experiment with like tuning forks. Okay, so tuning forks uh, are made to uh, send off like sound waves Mm -hmm. uh, at different frequencies. Okay. Okay, and so what's cool about them is they show two tuning uh, forks set at different frequencies. Wow. And you hit one and you put it near the other one and nothing happens. You put the other one, you find two tuning forks set at the same frequency. You hit one, get it close to the other one, the other one starts vibrating. So those waves are in a certain wavelength, and it touches, it finds the, the, the common wavelength. Wow. So it won't affect those tuning forks at different wavelengths. And so it was a great explanation. Now, there's probably somebody out there in the music world going, you're an idiot. That is not true. <laughs> All right. But, but even if it's not true, I love the explanation. But I believe it's true because I saw it on the Internet. All right. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. Hello. Right. Um, but anyway, the important thing is to, to, to visualize. So... Depending on what I do, the more positive energy I put out in the world, you're absolutely right. I believe that we will attract more positive energy. And if you're still going to sit back and go, I don't believe any of that, all that mumbo jumbo. This doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's voodoo. That I don't want to. I don't want to want to listen to your show. No, no, no. Don't turn off the radio. Keep listening. Don't worry about it. Just think about it this way. Even if you put out positive energy, let's say you just put out positive energy. It makes you feel, feel better, better, right? Exactly. So just do it for that, okay? <laughs> and if I'm smiling. Chances are people around me are smiling. Yes. All right. And so we know that wholeheartedly. Unless I'm smiling like a goofball in the wrong circumstance. Sometimes that might happen. Exactly. I'm smiling, (laughs) grinning ear from ear at somebody's grandmother's funeral going, hey, howdy, everyone. Then maybe they won't feel the same joy I feel. But most of the time, positive attitude, you throw it out there and it's going to come back to you tenfold. I agree. All right. So just feel that. Understand it. Now, as far as wishing for things, like the secret says, you know, say I'm I'm positive. I'm gonna put out this positive energy, and I'm gonna say I want a brand new car. And suddenly, out of the blue, um, for some reason, the world brings you this brand brand new car. No. And what ends up happening is all the gears of the world of the universe click together, and something happens like going, "Hey, you just won a contest. You don't even know you entered, and you won this brand new car. Uh, hey, you just got a raise at work that uh, affords you the ability to get that brand new car." Those are the kind of things. It doesn't just like you don't walk out in the driveway and there's a brand new car there. Poof. No. <laughs> So what happens is the more positive you are, those things then come true or the opportunities for those things. And you have to, if you're positive and your mind is clear, you might see these opportunities because if you're so negative and your mind is all full, it, it will just pass you because you're not clear and seeing oh, the opportunities. I wish you could all see the big brain on Tiffany. I here. know. That's right. Because <laughs> the secret and also um, you are a badass. You like those? Is you like the same, It's right. kind of the same type yeah, yeah. of um, that, that, positive, go, that positive energy. Go for it. You yeah. got it in you. Go for it. Yeah. Right. right. It. So you think about it. It's this type of stuff like um, you said you're a badass and the secret is in in business. They always say if you can dream it, you can build it. Okay, in other words, if you have it in your mind, you can make it happen, right? Uh, in medicine, they're saying the positive attitude helps helps you become healthier. Laughter is the best medicine. All that kind of positive stuff, it really, really does work, okay? Uh, the placebo effect, okay? The idea of taking a placebo, a fake drug, but being told it's a real drug, actually helps people. And if you don't believe in some people, are like, ah, I don't believe it, it would never work on me. Well, 
it it was first discovered by I believe the doctor was a Dr. Beecher in World War One when they had run out when they were running out of morphine and they were giving saline solution to patients. Were they really? Yes, in oh World War God. One because he was like I don't know what else to do, so he felt bad, and then suddenly it was working, and it was I think they had said it was up to like a ninety percent. Uh, the same reaction, the, the the soldiers were having the same reaction, 90% of them are having the same reaction with the saline solution that they would have had with morphine. Okay? See, so then you would think if you're on morphine a lot, you could become addicted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but but you know what? It's the same thing. If you are if you believe you're taking the saline solution, you think it's morphine, you're going to be going to become addicted <gasps> get, to that, okay, too. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay? I see what you're saying. Okay. So, anyway, what I wanted to do is this. I want us to... Remember this one little caveat, this one little escape. Okay. All right, because sometimes uh, when we wish for something and then it doesn't come to us, it is really easy to say, I quit, I give up, it doesn't work. That secret, that stuff, the positive energy, none of that works. See, I wish for this and it never came my way. All right, and it's really easy to give up. And if you give up that easy on it, I want you to step away and think about this and say, why? What is wrong with me that I want to give up on something? Why am I fighting so hard for this type of thing not to work? Why not give it more chances? It's your ego trying to say, don't do it, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, but you got to fight and uh, say, no, the right. positivity yeah, energy I'm, has to say, oh, yeah. heck no, I'm going no, to fight gonna, you. These people are going to laugh at me if I say it's a positive energy, this mojo flying through the world, yeah. and I'm going to suck up on it. Nope. You know, No, so... What I want us to do is keep in mind is these three things. Three. Is, uh, it's the, uh, the desire for something. Mm-hmm. All right. Is our desire for it very high, very strong? Uh, are we deserving of it? Okay. And when we think, I'll, I'll explain deserving in a second. The last D is, is there a demand? Uh, what is the demand for the product? In other words, every product, like if everyone in the world said, I want $100 million. Well, there's not $100 million in the world for every single person. Oh, maybe there is. Yeah, well, we just print more money, right? There you go. What if we said (laughs) every single person in the world wanted a brand new home? Every single person. Those homes don't exist. We can't build them. There's not enough labor. What if everyone just said, I want a brand new home, but I don't want to work for it. I want a million dollars. I want free food. You know, we could have a desire for it, but there's, there's, if there's too much demand for something, it doesn't exist. Okay, and so when there's a high demand for something and there's so in other words, so many people want the same thing, but there's a there's a lower quantity of it. Desire is not enough. It also has to be. Are you deserving of it? And if you think about that, when you don't get something, when you don't get the thing you wish for, instead of saying, I quit, this doesn't work. When you don't get the thing you wish for, you have to say, I don't deserve it. Yeah, or no, 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 not that I, I don't, not that I don't say I don't deserve it. You say someone deserved it more than me. Okay. Okay, that's what you say. Just someone deserved it more than me. There's limited, there's limited product. There's the existence of it. There's a high demand for this. There's a limited quantity of, quantity of it. And somebody obviously deserved it more than me. Okay. And I always compare it to, uh, I've told you this in the past, how I'm fairly lucky with parking spaces. <laughs> okay, I drive up to places. I always get like the front, a front parking space. You know, one or two spots right from the door, and but I have the attitude of saying the same thing. If it's Christmas time and everyone's shopping at the mall, right? The demand for parking spaces is very high. There's probably more people in the mall than parking spaces that are available, or at least there's an extremely high demand for the close-up parking spaces. So, 
if I drive up and down the aisle and I don't see a good parking space, I don't go, oh, I lost my mojo. I can't find good parking spaces. I'm a loser. I'm going to go home. <laughs> no, instead I say, wow, there's high demand. There's limited spots, right? And someone must be more deserving than me. Someone is, uh, maybe they're in a rush to get a Christmas uh, present for somebody. Maybe they uh, are having a difficult time walking today. Maybe they're buying a lot of stuff and they, and they can't carry all the stuff. Okay, there's all kinds of stuff that I just say, so they're more deserving than me. And I believe part of that attitude uh, puts out a more positive vibe in the world so that normally I always get a great parking space all the time. You know, um, and I say all the time, but most of the time, I get great, absolutely wonderful parking spaces. And I go, wow, of, of all my superpowers, why is it parking spaces? Okay. Why can't I have a better uh, You do superpower? realize you're not supposed to park in the handicapped parking, right? No, I park in the <laughs> pregnant women's spot. Okay. <laughs> so. Why? So, I just can't believe these parking spots are available. I don't yeah. know what the blue yeah. sign in the wheelchair is, exactly. but you know what is right here. <laughs> so my fa- one of my favorite parking a lot jokes Uh-oh. I'll share with you. Here we go. So this guy is rushing to this, uh, to this, uh, Appointment. He's going to go to a mall. It's a shopping mall, and he's going to go in there. He's applying for a job, and it's really important for him. And he's got a brand new suit. He's all ready, and he's running a little late. And he's like, "I got to get there, right?" So he's driving up and down the aisles. He can't find a spot, right? It starts raining oh, no. and just pouring on him, right? So he's like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I got to park so far away. By the time I get to the door, I'm definitely going to be late, and I'm going to be soaking wet. I'm going to make a fool of myself. I'm going to lose the job. See, wrong attitude, right?" <laughs> so what he does, he stops his car pretty far away from the door, and he looks up in the sky and he goes, "Dear Lord, help me find a parking space. Just give me a parking space, just something close to the door, so I won't get all wet, so I can still make the appointment. Lord, if you do this, I will become a better man. I will become a better husband. I will become a better father. I will start going to church regularly." Please, Lord, do me this one favor. All of a sudden, the clouds part, the sun shines down, and a spot appears right in front of the door. He zips in there, pulls in really quick, opens the door, looks up in the sky, goes, never mind, never mind, Lord, I found one. (laughs) Oh. All right, so anyway. Did he get the job? Yeah, he got the job. Did he get the job? (laughs) All right, so back to the show, all right? So uh, the bacon expectations, I want us to just think about that. Uh, I want us to really drive it home. If you are about to turn off the radio because you didn't like that joke, uh, (laughs) then I want you to just think about those three things. When you have a high desire for things, remember that there's always somewhat of a high demand for everything in the world. Everything out there, there's many people that want the same thing we want. And so sometimes, every once in a while, someone happens to be more deserving than you. Okay? If I'm walking... uh, uh, you know, my father always used to tell me this. If I'm walking down the street and I'm eating a sandwich or something like that, or I pull out a sandwich out of my lunch, let's say I haven't taken a bite yet, and I see somebody asking for money, he'd always offer him a sandwich. Here's a sandwich. Because if you want the money uh, for food, here, I'm going to give you food. Because in his mind, that person at that moment in time was more deserving of that food than him. And so he would help people out. You know, I'm not going to get into why why people beg or anything. That's not the that's not the deal. Uh, but because of that, uh, you just think about that. He went through it. He desired the sandwich. Otherwise, he wouldn't have made it. He was bringing it to to work or whatever. So he desired it. There was obviously a demand for food because here were people who were very hungry, and he's he made this the the uh, the judgment call that that person deserved it more. And gave it to him. And that's why my dad was such a wonderful guy. Yeah. I bring, I carry uh, Girl Scout cookies in my car. 
for that reason. I buy Girl Scout cookies because I support the Girl Scouts of America and uh, those young entrepreneurs, these young girls who are selling cookies. And I always buy the one, they're called like the uh, turfoils or the trefoils or... I don't know, the peanut uh, butter No, 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 they're plain... Oh, plain the like coconut sh- with uh, nope, caramel? Nope, nope, nothing. These are just a plain shortbread cookie. Mm. All right, just the plain ones because I don't want them to melt in the car. I don't want to be oh, affected. And I keep them. In, okay. I keep them in the car. And if I drive by and I see anyone on the side of the road going, you know, hey, I'm hungry. Can you help me out? I give them a box of girls. A whole cookies. box. A whole box. Sure. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a box is like two or four dollars or something like that. Yeah. I might have to get down to give them a sleeve each. But you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe, those cookies are going up going, in prices. Here, you can have a cookie. No, but the idea here is it helps. Um, I'm giving them something. Yeah. I'm giving them something. It's not the best because I can't carry okay. I can't carry a pile of sandwiches in my car. So have yeah. you really done that before? Constantly. Okay. I, I have Girl Scout cookies in my car right now. Okay. So when you give them a box of cookies, are they like, what are you doing? Because I'm sure this is the first time someone's given yeah, them a box of Girl I Scout cookies. I stopped by and I said, I don't, have any, I don't have any cash to give you. Can you use a box of cookies? And they were like, thank you so much. Yes, of course. Okay. okay. I, I think I've only had one person going, I don't want cookies. I ask for money. And I'm like, well, I have no money to give you. You know, that's a different issue. Um, but most of the time they're like excited just because they're getting something. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I, I bet you they never got a box of Girl no, Scout I'm sure cookies before. Sure, so right, right. They're, they're probably like, man, this guy, he's got, got, I got right. gave me a whole box of Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, exactly. These things are awesome. <laughs> 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 so anyway, that's what I end up doing is I follow in my father's ah, footsteps like that. It's nice. Because I realize uh, that same thing is uh, I desire cookies. I love cookies. All right. Uh, so it's, it's, I tempt myself by keeping boxes of cookies, but I never eat them. It's, uh, there's a demand for food, for cookies like that. When I see people who are hungry, who've missed meals, there's, that means there's a high demand. And then I realize that person probably deserves those cookies more than I do. So I have no problem giving away. And, and you're given to a good charity. Bam. Boom. Yep, I'm helping a young girl uh, become a better entrepreneur because I always, I always tell them, you have to give me a sales pitch. I'm not just going to sign up for cookies. You have to sell them to me. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's it. That's, that's it. That's the thing I want you to remember. So if you didn't like the joke, didn't like the story, and you want to hang up on the show, Oh, well, it he's saying buy lots of Girl Scout cookies yeah. and keep them in your car. So if someone's hungry, you can give them a box. Exactly. There you go. There you go. So now we're going to get to the bacon. Okay, bacon B. Or the, is it time yeah, to? It's, uh, it's half hour. It, wow! Look at you telling yeah. me it's half time for the. You know what time it is? Yeah, it is. Let me see which button it is. Oh, I, this is what it is right That's over the, here. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's turn uh-huh. that on. And there we go. And here we and go. Here we go. Oh, you know how much I love that commercial. You do love that commercial. <laughs> I love that little kid. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So now we're back to bacon. Now, with no interruptions, now, exactly. we can go to the beef. At least we're probably not going to have any interruptions, right? <laughs> All right. So if you've just joined us, you've, you're tuned into... Blah, 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 blah. That's what you're... You're tuned into Bacon Bits with Master Happiness on WRLR 98.3. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and my sidekick over there... Tip. There you go. All right. We're going to show you some shortcuts to uh, share about uh, your navigating your way to uh, happiness. Wow. Was that even a sentence that time? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So anyway, (laughs) today we're talking about your expectations. So we're going to start with B, the letter B. Be aware of your expectations, Tiffany. Be aware of them. The first step towards uh, adjusting your expectations is to be aware of them. Pay attention to the thoughts and feelings you have leading up to an event or situation. If you notice that you're feeling anxious or stressed, okay, uh, it may be because you're expecting too much from the experience. 
Take note on these emotions and then try to adjust your expectations accordingly. So if you're uh, if you're looking and it's going, oh, oh, I gotta, I, I, I hope this works. You know, I'm going for this job interview. I hope everything works out okay. I'm, I'm nervous. Think about this. You are allowing your expectations. Are you shooting too high? Or are you allowing your expectations to really stress you out? Uh, that that nervousness and anxiety. And one of the cool things is because if uh, I want one of the things I want you to think about is that if you go into that job interview and you're that anxious, that nervous, you may have a very good chance of losing or missing the job uh, interview because you can't, you're not in control of yourself. Okay. So here's a neat little secret I I want you to learn. I want to hear a secret. You do. I do. All right. (laughs) Uh, And that is this. Okay. When you are nervous or anxious, what happens is your heart starts to flutter, Mm -hmm. right? And your hands sweat. Right. And you start breathing deep, right? Uh Uh-huh. When you're excited about something, something really positive, you're, and you're emotionally like really happy for it, same things happen. Your hands could start to sweat, your heart could flutter, uh, you get your, you start losing your breath. So your body cannot tell the difference between anxiety, that anxiousness, or excitement. That body doesn't know how to define that. We allow ourselves to fall into that fear. And instead, what we should say, wow, look at me. My heart's racing. This is exciting. I am so pumped up because I'm going to get this job as opposed to, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I don't know if the guy's going to like me. Uh, I, I'll never get this job. I never get, I've never. i been losing every uh, interview. You know, Instead of that, you're going to go, like, yes, this is it. This is the job. The reason I missed those other interviews, the reasons they didn't hire me was to set me up for this one in particular. I'm going to get this job. Okay? So that's what we want to do is we want to... Be aware of our expectations. Be aware of our feelings and our emotions. Be aware of the way our body is reacting to the way we feel about what's going to come in the future and try to turn that in a positive way. Try to psych the body out, the mind out. Yeah, exactly. That is it exactly. Become our own placebo. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. So that was B. Be aware of your expectations. A is this. Accept reality. Mm, That's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) One of the reasons... One of the reasons why expectations can be so damaging is that we often they often don't align with reality. Okay, oh. and what I mean by that is, you know, when we're saying, "Oh, um, I didn't do my homework. I'm going to go to school. The teacher's going to be so mad at me. Then they're going to give me an F on this, and I'm going to fail uh, the semester. I'm going to, you know, because I'm going to fail this test, and I'm going to fail the semester. I'm going to fail the year. I'm going to have to go to summer school. They're going to kick me out of school. I'll never go further, and uh, I won't ever get a job." Right. And you're like, where did that come from? Right. Uh, And on top of it, doesn't matter if I don't get a job because when I go home, my mother's going to kill me. All right. No, that's not going to happen. Stop blowing it out of proportion. Stop expecting that much. Uh, Understand, hey, I screwed up. I didn't study enough. I'm going to try to do the best I can. I'm expecting to do pretty good because even though I didn't study for it, I was in the class. I did hear the material, so I still could probably do good. So I'm going to expect to do decent. And I'm going to expect that because of that, I'm going to study harder for my next test. And I'm going to expect to do better on my next test. I'm expecting that this is going to be a learning opportunity. That's the type of attitude. We have to tie it closer to reality. you know. And it's the same thing with, uh, let's say, you're uh, playing football. 
All right, you're on the football team, and you automatically say, "Oh, this is going to be this is going to be incredible." What they're going to do is the coach is going to call me in, even though it's the last game of the season. So he's never put me into the game. <laughs> all right, <laughs> and this is this is it. The game is tied up, and you're going into overtime. That's right. And what they're going to do? They're never going to expect it. So what they're going to do? They're going to hand me the ball. I'm going to run all the way across the field, 100 the yards. The wrong way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to score the winning touchdown, and this is going to be gonna the be hero. My, I'm going to be the hero of the school they're going to carry me out on their on their shoulders this is going to be great right so those are the expectations we go too far on yeah okay the people who say oh you know what uh how about this one this one i love you uh i see people do this all the time at the gas station they go give me twenty dollars worth of lottery tickets right and they buy twenty dollars and the guy behind the counter goes oh i'm sorry i printed one extra ticket did you want it and the guy goes no i just bought 20 he goes okay i'll just put this to the side uh, for the next person. And that guy looks at it and goes, all right, fine. Because I, he goes, I'm expecting, of course, that's the winning one, right? I need to get that one. And the guy goes, oh, here it is. Oh, I accidentally printed another one, <laughs> you know? And so what it is is we expect the negative, like now all of mine are going to be losers, and we expect that one to be the winner. Um, I don't know if you heard this yeah. story, and I know I have no idea who won it, but it was a lottery ticket. Yes. And um, a guy ahead of them, picked, um, I don't know, so many tickets, and the person behind got the next ticket oh. and won. There you go. So yep. it was it similar, exactly right, like right. that. It was pretty funny. Long, long time ago, there used to be a thing called the pick three and the pick four. Where you want they to don't sp- do that anymore? I don't, I, maybe they do. I don't oh. know. I don't, I don't play the lottery because oh. I don't expect to win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the pick three and pick four, you'd pick three numbers and you'd win a smaller amount of money. Uh-huh. You wouldn't win millions and millions. And there was the pick four. So my mom used to play the pick four, her address, 1830, right? Oh. She'd play that all the time. And the one time she missed it, no. it hit. It did not. Oh, yeah. It hit and it killed her. So then what that did, it solidified it that she had to play it forever. She was like, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to keep playing because it's going to come up. Oh, see, I thought she would be like, well, it already came up, so I'm done. Nope. She was like, nope, now I have to play it because I'm not going to fall for that again. I'm not going to lose. And so that that whole idea of she turned the the coincidence of her number coming up when she didn't play it as an expectation that now for sure it's going to come up. I can't can't lose. So uh, be realistic on your expectations. Be realistic. You know. The chances of you winning the lottery are so small. Somebody's going to win. So, you know, people out there are playing. They're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, somebody's going to win. Most of the time people win. It gets carried over and stuff. But the 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 percentage, how low the percentage is. Of, I think you could get electrocuted two or three times. The so, same struck odds. By lightning, struck, struck by, by lightning. lightning yeah. Yes. Two or three times. Right. Before the same person getting struck by lightning two or three times. Yeah, to win the, to win the lottery. Right. I and mean, I, it's some kind of I outrageous. have a feeling winning the lottery would feel better. I think okay, it would yeah, too. Exactly. But getting struck by lightning two or three times? Yeah, that's poor yeah, person. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Going, don't I win anything? <laughs> Come All right. on. <laughs> All right, so I want us to do this whole thing. Okay. Be aware of our expectations. All right, think about in other words, how are the expectations affecting me? Uh are they are they realistic? And and that's the next one. Ex- uh accept uh reality is take a look at that and uh and just say, is is this in the, the realm of uh, reality? Or is it, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping something fantastic will happen. Okay, because don't bet on it. C is this, cultivate gratitude. And I know that's one of your favorites every time I bring up gratitude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so 
this is one of the things is when you're thinking about expectations, whether they're good expectations or negative expectations, we're always viewing to the future. What will happen? What do we expect to happen in the future? And it's a good mindset to have is looking into our past and say, what are some of the wonderful things that have happened to me in the past? Even if the things that I really, really hope for in the future don't come true, I still have led an entire uh, a life of wonderful, wonderful things. So we're going to go back to your friend that we talked about earlier who views, oh, it's, uh, you know, the world's going to hand me lemons all the time. You know, it's it's why even try because life's not going to work out for me. You know, the, the negative, uh, negative Nelly. But you're going to go, wish her name really is Nelly. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. But anyway, it's that same thing is she's got to take a look backwards and cultivate the gratitude and say, wow, all these wonderful things have happened to me. I have so much. I am uh, in my heart a winner because I got all this wonderful stuff. And why am I allowing the expectations or the, uh, the, the few negatives that come into my life? Why do I let them rule my life? Instead, really look back at all the things you could be grateful for. This idea of the every night before you go to sleep is come up with two or three things that you're grateful for, okay? I was just talking to Nate and uh, my daughter, Katie, all right? Uh, they're sometimes known as Katie and Nady, all right? <laughs> I bet <laughs> she he, loves that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he does. Anyway, what, they, what they're doing right now is at the end of the night, they just said to, say to each other one thing that they're grateful for. Ah. And I think it's beautiful. Uh, there was somebody else I knew who was doing every... <laughs> Nate will say, yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wife, <laughs> wife. Yes. No. It was a joke. He's oh, telling yes. his oh, wife he's gotcha. grateful oh, for his girlfriend. Oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what um, I knew somebody else who was trying to do that and would come up with, said, every day write 10 things you're grateful for. And what, I think that's cool. If you can do 10 regular, it's fine. And go ahead and feel free to repeat things. It doesn't matter. But I think sometimes 10 things that people have to write it starts to add stress to them. And if you feel like that's stressful to write 10, then write three, write one, come up with whatever. And if one every night seems to be stressful, I think you gotta take a deep breath and stop beating yourself up because you got so much to be grateful for. So at least do one a night, one a week, one a month, one a year. Just come up <laughs> today, right now, before you go to sleep, just come up with one and you're done. You don't have to do them you're ever done. again. All done. All right. So it's the idea of cultivate uh, gratitude. That is so incredibly powerful when you think of all the wins you've had in your life and all the wonderful things that have happened in your life that brought you to the place you are right now. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so far we've done B was be aware of your expectations. A, accept reality. C, cultivate gratitude. And we're going to take, we're going to, before we do, oh, I want to hear a quote from you there, Tiff. Let's, come on, break it all up. I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations and you're not in this world to live up to mine. Wow. Bruce Lee. I like that. He, we should do more Bruce Lee uh, quotes. He, he does have quite a few. Very nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. I like that. You're absolutely right. We're on our own with this. Yeah. Stop. Because if you have to rely on other people to, to uh, if you judge your life based on other people, whether it's by looking at them and saying, I want to be like them or uh, they won't like me unless I do this. If you have to do that, uh, you're not uh, feeling good enough about yourself i want you to turn that around and be proud of yourself do not do things to make other people proud of you do whatever it takes to be proud of yourself and i think it's something i learned recently i was reading something about how we should raise our kids 
And uh, it's the idea of when we say, oh, mommy's very proud of you, or daddy's very proud of you. Instead, we really have to concentrate more on good job. How does that make you feel? Okay. Oh. And make it so that uh, they have that inner glow, that, that inner love. Like, I did it for, for me. me. Not yes. doing it for mom or dad. Right. Because gotcha. if you raise them with the attitude of, I'm doing this to make my mom happy. I'm doing this to make my dad happy. What ends up happening is they then learn that's where joy comes from, making other people happy. Oh. Okay, so we don't want to do that. No. So instead we say, I'm very proud of you, but how does it make you feel? And that's, that's what it is. Concentrate that's on good that. good advice. Yeah, I like that a that whole is, lot. Yeah, 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 that's really, I didn't, it makes you think. That's right. Like I never thought about no, that no. until you just said right. it now. Because as parents, we want to be proud of our children, all right? We definitely do. And you know what? You can't, our our kids do so many wonderful things. There's, they have give us so many things to be proud of. Okay, but we want to make sure that they're proud of themselves. Yes. Okay. Good. All right, so we did the BAC. O is open up to new possibilities. Okay, sometimes our expectations are limited to our past experiences or beliefs. Okay, uh, we may think uh, that things o- can only go a certain way, and that can hold us back from discovering new opportunities. All right, and it's the same thing. Uh, I'm going to go back to your friend. We'll call her Negative Nelly. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's calling in. Are you talking you about me, me, Tiffany? <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, it's this whole idea. We limit ourselves to these certain things. Uh, I have seen people who try painting, try drawing, try playing a guitar, play you know pl- um, any musical instruments. You're talking about me. There you go. But did you do the thing of going? Well, then that's it. I can't. I can't do this, or I'm only going to stick to that. Nope, I pretty much couldn't do it, and I just, just threw and it away. I didn't, well, and I didn't enjoy it because I couldn't okay. do it. I didn't enjoy it, so why do it if it doesn't give me enjoyment? I like that. If it truly doesn't give you enjoyment, if it truly uh, doesn't bring you joy, then it's okay to leave. But don't let fear or the uh, the idea that you have a lack of ability, don't let that be the reason you you stopped it. Okay, if, I, if, if it's like, I can never learn this. Come on, you can learn it. Plenty of people learn it. Okay, it's the matter of do I really want to put in the time and effort? And if you're like, no, I don't want to put in the time and effort because we always talk about you have to enjoy the work it takes you to get to there. Mm-hmm. And if you're not enjoying that, if you find no joy in that, then don't do it. There's plenty of other things to do. But I was trying longer than I wanted to to make one of my friends happy because he was oh. kind of helping me teach me. Gotcha. And he would say, did you practice? Did you practice? And I'm like, no, I, I'm not. No more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm done. All right. So that's cool. <laughs> so what you end up doing instead, open it up and go, you know what? I'm not a musician. Instead, I'm going to be a tap dancer or I'm going to be a pole dancer. A pole dancer. There you go. I'm going to run around <laughs> dancing with poles. Um, I'm going to uh, be an artist. I'm going to be a cartoonist. I'm going to be a fine painter. I'm going to get into uh you know, fine art, oil paints, watercolors. I'm going to do anything like that. I can be a, I could be one of those cool bartenders who flip uh, bottles <gasps> behind their back. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, it'd be very cool. I want rubber bottles, though. Okay. That would uh, be cool. But so there's plenty of things. Open our mind. Don't get stuck on something where we say, I have an expectation I'm going to be great at this. And when we don't, we let ourselves down. All we have to say is, I stick with those lines. I'm going to be great at what it might be something else so open our mind to new possibilities i'm gonna be a great radio personality (gasps) there you go you were born to do this are you (laughs) kidding me all right 
And then the letter N. So, so far, what did we do? Be aware of your expectation. Accept reality. Cultivate gratitude. Open up to new responsibilities. And N, N? is negative thinking never helps. Oh, All right. Seek short, sweet, sweet, simple. Right, right. There you go. So that, that negative thinking when we're working on stuff, it creeps up on us. All right. And it makes it really hard to remain positive. Yes, it does. You know, you start looking. It's that ego. Yeah, and you start looking at other people and you're like, oh, they're doing it so much better than I'm never going to do this. I don't want to put in the effort. You know, I should practice a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to try. Have you been around me too long? I read your diary. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this negative thinking, I'll never do this. Oh, darn, why even try it? What we want to do is we want to get rid of that. And we want to remember those ideas that, you either win or succeed at something or you learn from it, okay? And even if, if I try something and I'm, I'm like, wow, I'm no good at this. I can't believe this. I would at least try it and try it and try it to the point of going, I, I'm not, I, don't, I'm, I don't have the joy to do this. Okay. okay. I have a positive quote for, yeah, that, let's, let's for see, that letter in. All right. You cannot hang out with negative people and expect to live a positive life. Yeah, yeah. So that goes with the end. There's that. There's a an adage, and I really liked it. Who said that one? That one, Lloyd. Lloyd. It or didn't anonymous. have a name. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, this idea of the people that you hang out with, you become that person. I somebody was saying, if you hang out with three highly intelligent people, you will be the fourth. If you hang out with three really uh, athletic people, you will be the fourth. If you hang out with three really negative people, you'll be the fourth. So you you become a product of the people you hang out with, the people around you. But if you, you hang out them. with three not so intelligent per- people, then maybe you would be the smartest one. We might be the smartest, <laughs> but you will be. But you will be. You will definitely, may, definitely, maybe be the smartest. But you'll still be a lower. You'll be at their level. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. I know, over right? There. Yes. But in other words, you you become a product of the environment you choose to yes, be in. I agree. So if you want to be better. They uh, say if you want to be wealthy, you hang around wealthy people. Right. Because you'll learn from it's them. From you'll learn. see you'll see the kind of things and you'll desire those types of things. Yeah. You'll put out those positive waves and waves? those positive things will see? come your way. Yep. That's what it's all about. It's all about that. That's it, baby. <laughs> all right. So what it comes down to is realizing that these expectations we talk about are all part of life, right? We are, we are whether they're uh, subconscious or consciously, we expect uh, it's important to just kind of realize it. We want to make sure that that we're aware of our expectations. We want to make sure that we can say, how am I? Is it is it affecting me negatively or positively? All right, we want to accept reality. Am I really going off the deep end? Do I really think I can? I can dive off of, uh, you know, that 100-foot uh, <laughs> uh, diving board into a pail of water. No, chances are I can't, okay? Uh, so no matter how positive I am, chances are I'm not going to be able to do that. So sometimes we let that pendulum swing too far towards the positive or too far to the negative. Try to balance that out. That's hey, the accepting reality. I have two quotes. All right, let me hear them. And I want you to explain to them. All right. Explain them to Great. me because they seem kind of negative. Okay. Okay. When you have expectations, you are setting yourself up for disappointment. Wow, that is, I mean, that's a really Isn't negative it? way to and do it. And that's well, Ryan Reynolds said Okay, that. so when you have expectations, I, I hope, uh, because he's a very, he's a happy kind of guy. And I think, uh, I think it's misquoting him or he is misquote, or misquoting himself. Because what he's basically saying is if you have an expectation, then the chance of, you know, 
you might not get what you want, and that's disappointment. But I cannot believe that he's a person who just says, I don't expect anything. I just go for it. And uh, if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. So he's probably saying when you, well, I'm going to try something, but I want to see how it turns out. Am I going to win or am I going to lose? I don't really expect to win. And I think it's kind of a defeatist attitude because it's, I want to expect to win. I want to try a little bit harder. The psychology behind putting forth a uh, an optimistic and realistic attitude, a mindset like that works for you, okay? That would be like him saying, uh, the doctor goes, I'm, you know, I'm going to give you this medication, and the doctor might be thinking it's placebo. I'm going to give you this medication. He goes, oh, I, don't, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if it's going to uh, cure me or, or hurt me. Of course, he's going to say, I expect it to be good for me. I expect to get better, whether it's the right uh, medication or uh, the a placebo. I think that's it. So I'm wondering what he really meant or if that was part of a larger statement yeah. that he made. Okay, so the other one is expectation is a root of all heartache. Wow. And that was William Shakespeare. Okay. Well, um, Shakespeare, now you got to keep in mind, really wrote uh, everything that he wrote was either uh, comedies or tragedies. Yeah. All right. And he liked writing those kinds of things. And so while writing a tragedy and saying that this was it. Stop trying because in a tragedy, that's that's exactly what would have happened. Within a tragedy, you're you're setting yourself up to fail, okay, all the time, and that's why he would have written it like that. Okay. I don't believe that he would have truly believed that and done the same thing. I believe we all have to have expectations. We have to uh, go go forth, and we say, I think I, you know, I'm expecting to win. I'm and I am expecting to succeed. Okay, all those people did things. He wrote words down on paper, expecting them to be beautiful words, beautiful stories, and and expecting for the people who listened to them to enjoy them. I'm sure he did that. So I think that was just probably a snippet from something he wrote that was supposed to be negative. Ah, gotcha. All right? So really, just really quickly, I want us to remember that whole idea of that we're we're accepting reality. We're going to cultivate gratitude. Think about all the wonderful things that have happened in our past leading up to this. Uh, we're going to open ourselves up to new possibilities when things, our current things don't work out. There's plenty of other things to do. Uh, we are going to try to step away from that negative uh, thinking. So no more reading Shakespeare, no more feeling uh, <laughs> following Ryan Reynolds, okay? The bunch of negative Nancy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So what we want you to do is keep going like that. And here's one from Bob Proctor, a great, he was the guy, I think he was the one guy who did The Secret. All right. Uh, but he said it might have been him, or or he at least no, no. I take it back. Bob Proctor did uh, chicken soup for the soul. Yes. All right. Yes. So here was what he says: Don't expect a great day, create one. Oh yeah. All right. So that's the whole idea. So in other words, I I can expect the great day, but it doesn't happen on its own. You got to make it happen. And that's for everything. Exactly. That's what we want to do. It's not just going to come to you. You have to that's right. make it. That's right. So I think, uh, Tiff, next week we're going to be talking next about week. those yeah, those uh, heuristics and biases. Okay. Yeah. You need yeah, to help yeah. me out uh, because exactly. that I have no well, you know clue what, the bi- what it is. You know what the bias is. We, I have we no talked clue. About, we talked about this a, little, a couple weeks ago. What it is is sometimes we have these biases inside. In other words, our prejudgments. Okay. All right. Where we set things up. We say, we're, hey, I'm not feeling well, so I'm going to keep looking on the internet until gotcha. I find okay. something I agree with. Okay. That's a bias. It's a prejudgment. So, uh, okay. Heuristics 
heuristics and biases are kind of the same thing. Okay. Heuristics are those those that are more helpful, more positive, and biases are more of the negative. Perfect. Okay. okay. So that's the direction we're going in. Now that's I know what, what it means. All right. So there we go. So I am expecting an incredible show next week. Okay. All right. And I'm not biased or uh, have no heuristics towards it. Or expectations. Right. Exactly. Well, I have great expectations. <laughs> great expectations. Well, I don't want to right. disappoint. No. You, you <laughs> never disappoint. All right. With that, I want to thank you all so very much for tuning in. Uh, this is, uh, I'm Marty Jalove. This You've been listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness with uh, me and my smiling sidekick, Tiffany. There you go. I hope you tune in next week. And if you missed any part of the show and you wanted to hear some of the other uh, antics that have been going on for the past hour, tune into our podcast. Wait, we got a podcast? Yeah, it's called Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. Oh, my god! You can listen to it almost anywhere you can get podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Yes, even Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, and uh, Apple and Google, too. Dang. <laughs> right. We're really moving up in the you world, aren't it. we? You got it. <laughs> All right. And thank you for those new listeners in Germany. Okay. Oh, dang. All right. So say goodnight there, Tiffany. Goodnight, Tiffany. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy 4th.